Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, listeners, to ADAPS Prevention 365. Prevention is every day in every way. I am Tiffany Tan with ADAPT, and today's episode is Understanding Teen Stress. Here on with us, we have Steph. Hey, Steph. Hello. Thanks, Steph. So Steph is an upcoming junior, and she's a youth advocate in Youth United in Creative Action, also known as Yuka. And she's also part of a larger youth coalition called Youth Prevention 365. And this includes youths from Inglewood, like her peers, as well as South Bay cities, including Carson, El Segundo, and Gardena. Um, some fun facts about Steph is that she's a fan of Game of Thrones, both the book and the show, um, as well as she loves Weezer, and she's a fan of Florence and the Machine, um, as well as Harry Potter and anime. But one cool fun fact about Steph amongst the many things is she has a wall of Funko Pops. Uh, we've never yeah. met in person, yeah, but I've seen as her background. Steph, how many Funko Pops do you have? I think I have 70 to 72 Pops, and soon I will be building another shelf. To um, um, I'm getting more Pops on my birthday, probably, so uh, we're going to build me another shelf as well as a closet to put Pops. Wow. Do you remember your first Funko Pop? Yes, I do. It was at Target. I was a big fan. I was getting into Harry Potter. And so I saw a Harry Potter Funko Pop from my favorite movie, The Prisoner of Azkaban, of him holding the mortar's map. And I was like, Mom, it's $8. Can I get it? And then she was just like, sure, put it in the cart. And unknowingly, my mom just started an addiction. Just from Harry Potter holding holding the mortar's map. Yeah. <laughs> and from the- there, 72 to 73 and more and counting. Yeah, more and counting. I now have like three Harrys, four Hermione's, and four Rons. And then like I have a bunch of Game of Thrones, anime, Marvel as well, because that's also a thing I'm a, fr- I'm a fan of, MCU and X-Men. Wow. And I've seen it. I thought it was a virtual background, but it was like, no, this is my wall. And she, she ha- you had such pride. And I was like, I've never seen an impressive collection. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that impressive. I've seen people with like full rooms, but like, Considering I'm still in high school. Oh, yeah. How do you get these? Amazing stuff. So, Steph, how would you describe yourself? Um, I describe myself as funny. Some people say I'm funny, so I just say that. A foodie. I love food. And um, that's it. Funny and I like food. Perfect. That's the best combination, too. And I... Be like, I could take you out to lunch. Be like, I get uh, entertainment and food. Absolutely. I always felt that you were funny. Um, we always talk about food in our meetings. Mm-hmm. And also, Steph, you're really welcoming. Like, I feel that your personality just opens up. Um, you know, you and I are both fans of Game of Thrones. And I feel like with yeah. that, we already connect and we can, like, spill uh, spoilers of those who, of, since we've seen it. And, and um, yeah, from that, I wanted to say also being funny and also a foodie, you're also really mm-hmm. welcoming. No, I like to be welcoming because, like, I don't want anyone to feel like they're left out. Like, if there's any new Yuka members, I try not to leave them out of conversations. I'll be like, hey, do you like this? Do you like this? What do you like? What's up, Fuzzy? Like, you know, I ask them questions to get to know them because, like, I just don't want them to be left out because I've been left out before and it sucks. Yeah, that's 
that's beautiful that you kind of allow that naturally. Um, when we meet with our other youth, you definitely find a way to connect with them, Lady, whether it's music like Lady Gaga or, or like Lois, like with her um, Demon Slayer uh, photo. Absolutely. Goku. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's one thing that I felt that was a strong and a strong personality about you where that welcoming because and, and it, it, it shows because you felt on the other side when you were lonely and then you've allowed yourself to make sure that everyone is included and it shows yeah. it shows that part about you that you want to make sure that everyone is included and you find a way to get to know them yeah, yeah. I just don't like anyone being excluded because I'm just like it's not fun if no if no one else is here yeah yeah, yeah. it'll just be like a regular meeting it's just like no let's have fun Absolutely. Fun and learn things and get to know friends. Yeah, get yeah. new friends. So, Steph, I wanted to share that. Um, so you are going to be an upcoming junior um, and it's it's quite daunting. I want to share with you, but I want to know, like, what stresses you out? Stresses me out. Well, just school in general sometimes stresses me out. You know, if I have a big test coming up, I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> or like um, just certain things like that stresses me out you know, tests, you know, I'm going to be an adult soon. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 17. So in a year, I'll be 18. So it's just like, that's like, terrifying to me. Because like, I'm not like one of those people who's like, oh, I can't. I mean, I do. I do want to be an adult. And like, I can't wait. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want to stay a kid. I don't want responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like in this like, middle ground of you are excited of what's to come you'll be an adult of whatever that means and then a part of you it's like oh I still like when I was like the carefree the the stress fee yeah so I wanted to ask um when you said like you're gonna be an adult like what does adulting that word what does it mean to you adulting to me is like uh, of course you'll be 18 but like um you know getting your own groceries, washing your clothes. I mean, I already do that, but like, you know, washing your own clothes, having an apartment, having roommates, you know, stuff like that, paying your own bills, of course, like, you know, just like not depending on your mom or dad anymore, basically. I feel like that's when you're truly an adult. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's when you're truly an adult. Like some people in some cultures have been like, oh, you've already been an adult for years. And I'm just like, not really. I still live with my mom. She's still... Like, I still live with my mom. She still buys me food. Not really an adult, if you ask me. Right. It's crazy because yeah. this word, it, it's different for everyone, but it's also kind of similar. I remember for myself, like, the word adulting was, okay, I have to make appointments and I have to call and yeah. call the doctors and, like, tell them my name. And usually my mom does all this for me, but now I have to step up and, yeah. you know, make an appointment to get, you know, whatever I need to do and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember talking to this one girl online. She was uh like we had a conversation similar to this, and she was like, "Oh, and like, uh, for me, like being an adult is like finally like you know like, uh, getting your period and stuff like that." And I was like, "I, I was like, I don't think that's being an adult because like, I got it pretty young." So I was that's just puberty. Like, that's just purity. That's not like really like, you know, I was maturing. Like, that's, that's maturing. That's maturing, but yeah. like that's not that's not being an adult. And so it's like, I guess. And I was just like, I guess different cultures are different. But like, yeah. you know, there's some people that get it really young. So I highly doubt they're adults. Yeah, it's different. It's it's so strange. Even with that transition from puberty to this this word of adulting to, you know, mm-hmm. when you're older and, and what you should 
and the expectations that are put on you to achieve by certain age. Like, I think yeah. that's what's also scary where I want to go back to nap time. Like I want to go back to yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't want to be here no more. I just want to like go home, be with my mom. Like also like paying your taxes. I feel like that's an adult thing to do. Like you know, setting appointments for the doctors by yourself, you know, getting off your mom's insurance. Oh yeah. Those that's are... an adult thing. I mean like I'm not gonna get off my mom's insurance as long as I can. I'm gonna stay on that. yeah so Steph how do you how do you handle these stress so when you talked about your junior year and like these standard tests and just that daunting year that there's so much emphasis on this year particular how do you handle these stress that come at you oh well like you always hear about like oh junior year is the most stressful year of your life as most stressful year of your high school life like you're gonna have to do all these tests you're gonna have to like do all this and this and this start like looking for the college you want to go to all that and I'm just like oh my god <laughs> I'm just like you're telling me the last two years are not that stressful and I'm like just freshman, like, and ju- freshman and sophomore wasn't stressful but junior is <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, they're just, uh, and, like, it's been stressful because, like, sophomore year was all online, so, like, that should have prepared me for junior year, but it really didn't. Yeah. So, it's just, like, what am I going to do? And something different was, like, your sophomore and junior, upcoming junior year will be virtual. Like, for me, I I didn't have that virtual, like, the the virtual learning was not a thing as it was when I was in high school. Um, and that's something that I find it so particularly interesting and also with pros and cons, you know, and yeah. I hear it with yourself with this year of potential and and scares and stressors. But it's also a great year to keep on developing who you are, your leadership, but you just have to do it in a way that's as creative as going online. Yeah. And then like junior year is actually going to be in school. It's no longer going to be online. Yeah. So it's just like it's so like gonna be so weird getting back, and then it's gonna be right. like so weird like going back into that type of schedule. Like it's gonna be so weird going back and being like waking up at like seven, you know, get dressed, like go to school, and yeah. like you know just be there with like a bunch of people. It's gonna be like so weird to be back or talking to people. <laughs> yeah, like talking to people. Like it's gonna be like so weird. Like you know having my teacher right there like and like also like they're going to be handing you like physical assignments other than online assignments where like you could see oh when is this due like you could see all the information in that computer on like google classroom you see oh when is it due how what do you have to do all of that it's no longer going to be that mm-hmm. so it's just like oh my god it's going to be stressful <laughs> i think what i hear is that transition back to how it was before the pandemic yeah the transition it, back is going to be the, probably one of the most stressful things right. including with like the junior year with all the tests and like all that it's probably going to be extremely stressful more stressful than prior junior years because right. we're just also going to have the expectation of like you know going back so it's probably going to be more stressful than regular junior years which i'm just like man this sucks <laughs> So how do you relieve this stress? I, I I can hear it. How how do you relieve the stress or just this this feeling of it's well, gonna be difficult? How do you push through? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By relieving these stresses, like you know, stuff that make me like, you know, calm and stuff. I like to like listen to some music, listen to some of my favorite bands, you know, read a book, you know, try to like no longer be as stressed. 
mm-hmm. you know, talk to my mom about something, you know, like go hang out with my mom, go hang out with my sister or something, call one of my friends, you know, get a good laugh, watch a comedy, like stuff like that. Like yeah. to just like to like eat something, maybe drink some water, like just to not be as stressed. Right. But like, of course, I have not gone into junior year yet. So like, I don't know how stressful it's going to be, but I feel like it's going to be stressful. So like, I feel like I'll probably use those methods, like, you know, like listening to some songs, listen to Buddy Holly by Weezer, you know, stuff like that. Right. Listen to some of my favorite songs. And I'm I'm really happy to hear that you have like it's this support. You mentioned your mom, your friends, your sisters, Weezer, you know. I I appreciate that <laughs> I you have I had the support of Weezer. Technically, as being a fan is supporting and and it's yeah. crazy how music relieves your stress, let alone like shows memories or brings back memories of feelings of like, oh, I this artist explains and expresses the feelings that I can't because it's too hard to put in words, but I hear it through this specific song. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just going to be a, this year's probably going to be a hell, like very stressful. I was about to say a uh, cuss word, didn't I stop myself? But yeah, um, it's probably going to be really stressful. So, like, hopefully those things will calm me down. Hopefully. Yeah. If not, I'll just find other ways to cope. Absolutely. Now, Steph, I kind of want to ask, have you seen any of your peers or heard of your peers where they're unable to relieve their stress? Because more than likely what you're feeling is what other peers are feeling too. Uh, Yeah, a couple of my friends have also had like, you know, a bunch of stress and like, you know, because they're going through the same thing I am. And like, I have a friend and like, they're, they're like, really stressed out because if they don't good, get good grades, they're gonna like, ruin like not ruin but like you know they've always gotten a's like straight a's i remember one time they got a b and they were like really sad like extremely sad and so like i don't know how this new year is going to go for him he's just probably going to be really stressed out and like he has some coping but like not really like he copes by like playing on his piano reading a book and stuff like that but, like, I just worry about him and how he's going to go with this new year. Wow. Especially, like, since it's junior year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Has he ever shared with you, like, the stress and how do you respond to him? Well, I just tell him it's going to be okay. We're all going through it. You know, you're not alone. You know, like, I try to make him laugh as much as I can. You know, try to be silly. You know, yeah. just try to make him laugh, you know, so he forgets about it for a little bit. Yeah. And actually, Steph, you would not believe how laughing just r- helps the, yeah. the stress and the pain. It it lessens it for that that laugh or that chuckle. Um, yeah. And just hearing how you're there for your friend and letting them know, like, it's going to be OK. We're all in it. There's that quality of you again where it comes out where it's like you let them feel that they are included and that the, they're not lonely or they're not by themselves stressed out. Yeah. It's both you and no them. Yeah, because no one deserves exactly. I, I feel that. And it just shows your personality. That's why I feel that this was 
something that I want to talk to you about because I've seen how you interact with the youth and how you interact with myself and even the youth providers that you are welcoming and you really put a smile on my face whether I'm going through a tough Monday or you know those stressful yeah. weeks I think yeah, hearing I your voice the meetings and be like hola come on stop and from there I chuckle yeah yeah, I'll just okay. walk in like even if I'm like 10 minutes late I just walk in hola and I, I I really appreciate that about you and I think that's that just shows how well you are in terms of what you're doing how you relieve stress and how you also relieve stress for other people you know just that camaraderie and that encouragement okay. and Steph how do you think that adults see you and teens today how most adults see uh, teens today, uh, some would say probably dramatic. <laughs> I feel like, like if we're talking about like Gen Z in a whole, how like millennials and like Gen X see us and stuff like that, they'll probably be like dramatic, very dramatic. And I can admit, yeah, we are <laughs> extremely. I won't lie about that. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, let's see, probably some of us see us as childish. Most likely, since most of us are still kids. Mm -hmm. um, driven, ambitious, maybe. Right. Because, like, there have been, like, a lot of Gen Zs that are just like, oh, I want to be an artist. I want to go into this creative practice and stuff like that. And, like, you know, so probably creative as well. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what else. Maybe uh, accepting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that. Because, like. Gen Z has probably been like prob probably like the most accepting generation now, most likely. Yeah, I Other see. Than maybe like yeah, I see like the creative factor. Um, yeah, the creative in factor teens. I see it in you. I see it in all our youth as well. Like that creative mm -hmm. through art, through music, um, and how powerful art and music is. Let alone yeah. uh, hobbies like anime or collections. It's always through this yeah. form of art that expresses when words can. So I see a sense of innovative creativity. Yeah. And um, so you're part of Yuka, which is Youth United in Creative Action. Um, and how did you get involved in Yuka? And what have you learned in being a member of Yuka? So long story short, um, I used to go help my uh, drama teacher, Miss Muhammad, like during like Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, like, you know, like go help her out, help her with some grades, you like, you know, like all that, because my mom wouldn't pick me up until four and I was too lazy to walk. <laughs> so right. like my mom wouldn't come to pick me up until four. Right. So like I was just there for two hours. So I was just like, Miss Muhammad, can I help you? And she was like, sure. And like right the room right next to us, basically, was the Yuka club room. <laughs> So I had nothing to do at Ms. Muhammad's that day. And so, like, I just looked outside and saw that, like, I saw Diana, who was already my friend, and Aubrey as well, who mm -hmm. were already my friends, right? I saw Diana wearing these weird goggles. And they were, like, drunk driving goggles, like, you know, like, to see if you're drunk driving. And, like, she was trying yep. to walk in a straight line, and she fell. So I was like, I wonder what they're doing over there. So I walked over there, and I was like, what y'all doing? And they were like, oh, this is the Yuka Club. Like, we're practicing, like, you know, like, um, like we have, like, drug prevention and, like, alcohol prevention. And I was like, oh, interesting. They were like, would you like to join? And I was like, you know what? I got nothing better to do. I was like, sure. Oh, my and gosh. 
that is an amazing story so I do know what goggles you're talking about they are um they're like almost blurred vision so yeah they're supposed to stimulate how you would be able to see which you cannot be able to see if you're under the influence yeah and so I know exactly what you're talking about and I always feel that that activity just brings crowds or it brings attention it brings curiosity and it's in a way where it's safely demonstrated but you get that res- you resonate with that feeling for a for a long time because you're not able to see well and yeah this isn't this is this is in a playful way and but imagine being behind a machine like a vehicle and not yeah. be able to see that yeah and then like Diana had told me about yuka before and I just I like straight up say so alcoholics and numbness and she was like no and no was like, that's not and she was like no it's not I swear I was like the way you're explaining it it kind of seems like alcoholics anonymous it's like seems like AA and she was just like it's not and I was just like the way you're explaining it it is and actually yuka does more in in a way where it's um it's a youth group and what topics are you part of what events are you part of tell me about last saturday's event oh last saturday's event it was the school enrollment fair and it was really fun me and miss tracy were just like there in our booth we did not have a category we did not have the top thing so we were in the hot sun oh no that that was unfortunate yeah like a bunch of like janitors and stuff like that were like oh you guys don't have a category we'll come bring you one they never did Oh no. And what did you do at um the back to school enrollment? Uh basically like uh we had like this little wheel and like you can either get a prize or like a question. We some people spun it, like they got questions. A lot of people did not know the questions. Which was really surprising because even I knew these questions before. What I kind of questions people, were there? I, it was like, oh, what would happen to like a pregnant woman if like uh she drank if she did like drugs or like drank alcohol? And like a lot of people are like, I don't know. And then, like, I was just like, how do you not know? And, <laughs> and then, then just, were, yeah. Yeah, I was like, at what age does your brain stop developing? A lot of people didn't know that question either. And I was just like, I feel like a lot of people aren't answering because they were with their parents and they didn't want their parents to know they knew this. Oh, but in essence, what you were doing, Steph, you were educating the community. Yeah, I I was, like, telling them questions and stuff like that. And then, like, uh, we we gave out planf- pamphlets and all that. And I even walked to uh, the ice. They had like an ice cream truck. I went to go get that for me and Miss Tracy because we were hot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really fun. I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a really fun day. Even though we were a little hot, we still got we got some drinks. So it was fine. That's a great opportunity, Steph. I'm happy <laughs> you're able to join and do that um, because it really shows you not only being a youth adult, a young adult, but being from Inglewood, but you are letting the community and residents know that this is what you want to let them know about mm-hmm. whether it's alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs, and mm-hmm. in a way where it's through a fun way of school enrollment, but you're also letting them know, and it's boothing. It's every there's always yeah. memories with boothing. You know, people either walk yeah. by and stare at you, or they actually walk, come up and ask like questions. Yeah, and I was also translator because like. Um, um a lot of the parents were like you know latino so like they had to i had to translate which thank god my spanish got better because if i if it wasn't i would have like stumbled i was like like for a second the first time like a latino parent came up i was like wait what do i say and i remembered and i was like okay hold up this is what i said 
That's beautiful. Oh. I love the idea of like dual languages, having like has having second languages as a skill set. <laughs> it's definitely helpful because it just shows that you're able to still share information for to somebody mm -hmm. where you're not dumbing it down, but you're just translating it. Yeah. yeah. And then like the thing is, it's like usually Marlon's a translator. <laughs> But, like, this is my first time going to one of these events without Marlon there. So I was just like, oh, wait, Miss Tracy doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, no. I was like, I'm up. So, Steph, you actually stepped up. You had to step up to represent Yuka and yeah. do it in a second language. Yeah. It's just like I noticed. I was like, wait, Miss Tracy doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this is my time to shine. But at the same time, I don't want to. You were definitely shining, shining yeah, and sweating underneath the sun. Oh, but it was hot. And then I decided my idiot self decided to wear a long sleeve. Oh, so I was like, at least I won't get sunburned. Right now, Steph, tell me about um, Yuka. You said Miss Tracy was there. You said Marlon was there. These are youth facilitators that I work with. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think they're great. And I also want to hear from you. How can adults help you with stress? Um, how can adults help me with stress? Um, buy me a new book. <laughs> uh, recommend me some new books. You know, recommend me some new music. You know, tell me a funny comedy, like something like that. Some jokes, you know, try to make me laugh. I feel like those are the best ways to help like a youth, like, you know, de-stress like to make them not stress like recommend them a new book talk yeah. about a new show that you guys are both watching like the game of thrones that would probably help me on stress honestly right yeah because i'd be talking about something i really like so yeah i feel like those are the best ways adults can like and also try to understand mm -hmm. like some of the stress they're in because like my mom like she uh she didn't really have an education in guatemala where she's from she mm -hmm. didn't really have an education so, like, she doesn't understand the stresses of school at times. So, like, at times she can be, like, she's, like, why are you tired? And I'm just, like, it's school. And, like, why? she's, like, that's not that stressful. And I was, like, it is, honestly. I feel you on that stuff. Um, and that's something crazy where for them, I feel that. And I can I can speak with my parents, too. They, they work blue-collar jobs. Um, they're mm -hmm. definitely working in, in conditions that is more of like a work of a team but that's only it only goes down to them so that physical work they're exhausted and so then when I am going through stress when I think about how my junior year was and I'm going through stress <laughs> and it was AP at that time I think it was AP uh -oh. bio that was really I was really struggling with when I went to go and like just kind of rant to my mom or my dad, they would be like, oh, but you're just sitting down and you're reading a book. That's easier than what I'm doing. And I just felt yeah, that they wouldn't, they wouldn't know what, they didn't know what I was going through because mm -hmm. their exhaustion was physical exhaustion. But for me, mine was that mental, mental brain power that I'm using. And I can't understand, you know, the molecular biologies, nor can I understand like certain math formulas. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's just a lot. And then like, they just don't understand because like, you know, they have like, you know, physical jobs. Like my mom's a housekeeper and like even COVID, it's like, there's still like a lot of housekeeping to do. Yeah. And like, so she doesn't understand like the mental, like, you know, the mental stuff. So I'm just like, it's hard. And she's just like, well, at least you don't have to like lift up couches and like, you know, broom yeah. under there and mop all day and like scrub 
toilets and stuff like that. I was like, no, I know your job's hard, but like at times, like, you know, I'm stressed, like, you know, that type of stuff. And she's like, okay. It's still stress. Yeah. Yeah. And then like my sister and brother, like they went to school, so they understand. Yeah. Like they understand. And then they're just like, it is stressful. Like can't even blame her for being stressed. It's almost a mixture of miscommunication and like, yeah. not understanding mm-hmm. that my stress is still valid, your stress yeah. is still valid, whether it's physical or mental stress, it's exhaustion that it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. So what's one thing that an adult doesn't know about teen and teen stress that you'd like to let them know? Something about teen and teen stress. Huh. Um, well, you know, like, just like I said, like, you know, school's really hard at times, like, at times, like, it's just mental stress, like, we just don't feel good at times, and, like, it's just, like, a lot of stress, like, I remember when I was younger, like, elementary school, like, I wouldn't get as stressed, of course, because, you know, stuff wasn't as hard, but, like, I used to get sick a lot, (laughs) like, when I say sick a lot, I was a sickly kid, like, my immune system was bad, right, so, like, it's just, like, you know that mixed in like with school and like stuff like that you're just like oh my god I don't want to be here no more mm-hmm. and also another thing I want adults to like understand especially with like teachers and stuff like that like if you want to be respected respect them too Ooh, say that again just because you're older than me does not mean you're gonna re- disrespect me my mom taught me how to fight for myself and I will not be disrespected and I hear it and I hear that you you stand for yourself when you're disrespected yeah. let alone yeah. you stand for others who feel yeah. outsider yeah. too yeah because you see me how I am with Marlon Tracy like everyone there I, I'm very respectful Absolutely. I try try not to be disrespectful or anything like that. I'm not that type of person. I just don't like it when adults like try to treat me like a child. Like, excuse me. Mm I am. I'm not an adult, but I am not a child. Right. I don't want to be disrespected and treated like a child. And I do not wish to be disrespected. It's just like some teachers don't understand that. And just because you're older than me does not mean you're going to earn my respect. I'll respect you. But, like, if you don't respect me back, I will not respect you. Right. Yeah, because Marlon, Tracy, and you are all very respectful to me. Like, you've never done anything to disrespect me. So that's why, like, I treat you respect. Right. And it kind of just shows, like, that reciprocity. And that's actually one of my favorite words with reciprocity, that, like, Mm -hmm. you treat people with respect to get respect and exactly whether whether there's a fallout or anything then like you try your best to resolve it um, but at least like you come forth with honesty and respect and and I thank you I think that's the reason reason why I wanted to be respectful is that I don't like being disrespected it's it's the same uncomfortable feeling when you're being neglected Mm -hmm. and you're being alone lonely Mm -hmm. and you're not feeling included yeah that's something my mom always taught me. Like, she was like, if someone doesn't respect you, you will not respect them back. I don't care if they're older. Like, right. and she's taught me this ever since I was like five. Like, you know, like ever since I started going to school, she's like, doesn't matter if it's kids. She doesn't, she said, it doesn't matter if it's an adult. It doesn't matter if it's a principal, anything, administrator. If they don't respect you, you will not respect them back. And I was like, valid. <laughs> wow. Like, that makes sense. I think it all to say is that you respect yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. You respect yourself so that you wouldn't mm-hmm. 
get anything other than respect if you give respect to yeah, yeah. and that also includes respecting yourself that yeah. very very powerful life lesson with that respect yeah, yeah. wow Steph, yeah. it's always a joy to talk with you we can talk for hours um, honestly we've been talking for like a good hour now and it's so fun it's it's a joy talking with you thank you Steph mm -hmm. for being you and allowing us to get to know you it shows through your candid personality of respect, respecting others, respecting yourself, inclusivity, and let alone stress factors and how adults can help you when you are stressed. Um, yeah, I can't I just wait. Like to include everyone. It doesn't matter like race. It doesn't matter sexuality. Anything like it's just like it's fun to include everyone. Like everyone's different personalities, backgrounds, cultures. It's just like fun to have them all there. It's just like there's no reason to inc not include someone. Right. There's like no reason to. And it's also an instant bond when you find yeah. when you when you want to introduce them because they also feel like, oh, this person wants to talk to me and wow, thank you. You know, and yeah, it's and just like it's fun to like hang out with everyone. It's just like there's no reason to not include someone. And I just try to make everyone feel as comfortable as they can be. Cause like I've been on that side. I've like there's people who have been mean to me, there's bullies, stuff like that. So like I don't want to be one of those people because those people suck that's why they got no friends no more yeah because they're so mean to everyone so like it's just like I want everyone to be feeling included engaged in the activities we do and yuka and youth prevention you know if we ever get new members I'm just like hey this yeah. is my name you know I like this and this and this like what do you like what do you like to do what do you like to eat I just like to make sure like everyone feels super included yeah and more than mm -hmm. likely, they'll come again. They'll come again to Yuka because you made them feel so welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah so, this is something I like to do. Thank you, Steph. This was so fun to start, talk to you about yeah. this. It was um, really fun to talk to you, too. Yeah, surprisingly for a stress content-related topic, I feel so relieved and I don't feel any stress at all just talking well, with you. Well, that was my goal. Make you laugh. Thank you, Steph. Thank you for being you, Steph. I think you allow us to get to know who you are, your ambitions, your goals, your personality. Um, I can't wait to see what the latest Funko Pop you'll get because your birthday is this Saturday, and I want to wish you a happy, happy birthday this special year, Steph. Oh, thank you so much. Well, my party's on Saturday, but my birthday's on the 19th. It's just that we're doing it super early. Oh, that's right. Okay. Happy yeah. birthday on the 19th, Steph. Thank you so much for being part of today's podcast. Um, the minute I heard you were a Game of Thrones fan and a Florence and the Machine fan, I knew we had to break down the series finale of and just exchange some playlists. And with mm -hmm. that, I feel so relieved and I feel at ease um, when I'm talking with you. The moment that book comes out and I read it all, you know we're having a conversation, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you read the books, but if you don't, I will tell you everything if you need me to. Thanks, Steph. And thank you so much for being part of today's featured guest, Steph. Yeah, no problem. It was an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, the same goes back. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the laughs. Thank you for your personality and being you. Mm -hmm. So listeners, thank you for joining us uh, for today's special episode with Steph. Please join us every Wednesday at Prevention 365 Podcast on Believe, B-L-E-A-V-E. Spotify and Apple. You can also find our episodes on youtube.com slash ADAP Inc. A-A-D-A-P. People need people. Thank you. Bye everyone. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.